the Segway Personal Transporter, a self-balancing electric scooter, was introduced in 2001, 23 years ago, for $5,000. That's 19,000 Saudi Riyal. They thought they had the market, and for a while, it was very hot. 23,500 units were sold by 2006, and only 50,000 units were sold by 2009. CEO Dean Kamen lost in this amazing project at that time, $100 million. In 2009, British millionaire and inventor Jimmy Hesselden bought the company. Ten months later, Jimmy falls off a cliff, riding a Segway, and dies. If you're thinking this was a publicity stunt, it wasn't. The dude is dead. He died riding a Segway, falling off a cliff. So the rest is history for Segway. And Segway drowns, disappears, nowhere to be found. Electric scooters and bikes are everywhere today at affordable prices around the globe. What's going on? What happened? Ahlan sahlan. Welcome to Business Talk. Join me as I dive deep into the world of anything related to business and how it affects our lives now or later. I'm your host, Mamdouh Haraddadi. Be warned though, this is not some posh, professionally polished, boring blah blah. Just casual, happy-go-lucky and fun stuff. If you like that, let's go. This thing that I'm talking about didn't just happen to uh, Segway. It happened to Google Plus, Google Glass, Webvan, Juicero, the new Coke they introduced in the 80s, Amazon Fire Phone, Betamax versus VHS Video in the 80s and 90s. So why did they start strong, find a great appeal, skyrocket, then crash and burn? Why? Tell me why. It's because they are visionaries. These smart people found a gap in the market, but there was no market in the gap. So the gap found was potential. It was opportunity. The need was identified within a specific industry or market or sector, but there wasn't enough demand or purchasing power uh, coming from consumers to support the service or product addressing this newly found gap. Sometimes, even when there is a demand or area for improvement or introduction of a new gadget or invention or service, market conditions, consumer readiness, behavior, willingness to go for it just ain't there. They don't align with the viability of this scrap filling service or product. Simply put, the market is not ready yet or might not even want or need or can do without it. But there are some strategies to address this phenomenon. But just before we get into the strategies, sometimes you hear someone say, this was ahead of its time, people didn't get it, that's why it failed. Same thing, different wording. Let me first give you some examples of this gap in the market without a market for the gap, or G-I-T-M-W-F-G. Never do that, never create an acronym for a long sentence and think it's cool. 
and it will catch on. Like, for example, in FIFA 24, there's a funny one that I always stop and think about. The the, the commentator use, you know, it's it's a red card for a player that's running and you, you know, knock him off or something. It's called a dogzo, denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Really? Let's get back to subject. Anyway, here are some general GITM AFGs, gaps in the market without a market in the gap. I love saying that. Let's do it one more time. A gap in the market without a market in the gap. There's number one, and it's developing a product or service that helps a very niche and limited consumer with no significant demand or willingness to pay for it. We didn't ask for it. We didn't need it. So why are you bothering us? Second one, which usually happens, is creating a high-end luxury item in a market segment where consumers are looking for affordable, practical items over exclusive, expensive ones. It's like offering a $2,000 lighter to smokers who prefer $1 ones that get stolen by their friends. A third one would be introducing new technologies that are too advanced or complex for today's world also at a high price so not only do they not get it it's also expensive to try it number four would be introducing a concept that's ahead of its time the market's not ready consumers are not willing to adapt or budge from their comfort zones okay number five offering a product or service in a low populated area so there's no chance for growth or expansion number six Providing a service that requires a significant behavioral change or mindset shift for consumers, making it challenging to gain traction or acceptance in the market. A seventh one would be focusing on passing short-lived trends that don't last. Eight, targeting a small demographic. What's worse than that is thinking, because your direct family loved it, the best of the city and country will. Deceptions, my dear Watson, deceptions, deceptions. A little bit of Scottish in there. Landing similar products that are no different than what's already available and out there. You know, it's already there. Then asking why are we not being recognized and admired in this market that loves this product? It's the same thing. There's nothing different. They can't tell the difference. The last one is offering a solution to a problem that is not a priority. For example, creating a cap for Pepsi cans or Coca-Cola or whatever drink uh, so that the person that's drinking this will save the can for later. I saw this some time back, but it never took off. And you know why? Or for example, um, a go find my lost sock in the dryer thing a gimmick that you put on socks that if they're lost you can find them is that really something that we really really need with socks being sold so cheap Now those are just some examples of a gap with no market. 
So what do we do to overcome such a thing when we want to introduce something new to the market and not get swallowed by the gap that has no future? Do the opposite of what I just mentioned. Here, I mean really work it. Put in the extra hours of research and testing. Here's a quick list. Number one, and this is a no-brainer, assess whether there is a market in the gap by checking if there is a viable customer willing to pay for what you offer. All right, number two, keep learning and updating your information on markets, uh, products, consumer behavior, trends, and fads. These are the tricky ones, okay? Number three, build strong, smart teams with um, diverse skills and powerful questioning and debating, okay? Number four, use high-tech and AI to uncover what you miss, and you will miss a lot. Number five, diversify and test in different markets will reduce your risk, by the way. Number six, get closer to clients and future consumers. Number seven, invest in R&D, research and development. Number eight, monitor and analyze market trends. Number nine, think in terms of scalability and sustainability moving forward. Number 10, regulations are important. adaptability and flexibility okay you have to have both that kind of mentality 12 collaboration works you gotta collaborate so you don't evaporate you know what I'm saying number 13 if you've got a strong brand that will help you enter new markets okay number 14 learn pricing strategies number 15 effective marketing is a must i had to say that i had to put it in the list number 16 innovation and creativity can take you places and win you gaps and markets okay gaps that are worth your time number 17 analyze competition and ask yourself why didn't they attempt this is there something i'm not seeing here is this a gap in the market with no market inside this gap or not? You need to ask all of these questions that we hate to ask. These are questions that when you've got a beautiful idea, you just don't want anybody to bother you. You just want to see this idea in reality and you want to see it working and you want to make millions and whatever. But if you don't ask the questions, you're never going to know. And the last one is market research goes without saying but i had to say it you need to do a lot of market research okay it, i did mention it in the r d but again market research is vital now that we're done i guess we can understand why we see so many shops and ideas make a big bang on entry get blown out of proportion on social media and its marketing then take a nosedive and you know what vanish and we have to always remember not every gap is or has a market, but some are viable, profitable markets. Like I pointed out in today's podcast, you need to do your homework. By the way, if you need help in this kind of homework, check out our services on my site, mamdouhraddadi.com, M-A-M-D-O-O-H-R-A-D-A-D-I.com slash services. And if I can't, I'll introduce you to a friend that can help you. Also, if you want to find a gap, that's profitable and right for you, contact me. Have a great day. Ma'asalama. Goodbye.
This was Business Talk with Mamdouh Radadi, your host, and uh, yeah, we're done here. Take care. Waking up dizzy in the morning. We fight a lot. Don't even know about what. I just want you to leave, darling. Since you left, so don't bother This is how I feel now I never Realizing in the middle of the night